Tonight's reading is from Joshua chapter 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give you, give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Great, thank you, Ian, very much indeed. So I wonder whether you recognize that passage from the beginning of the year, because uh, this was our text for the start of this year, 2019. And indeed, some of you may well have uh, one of these tucked away. And uh, if you've lost it or uh, hidden it or whatever, there are enough here, I think, almost for everyone who's here tonight. So uh, I haven't done a quite count of, I think there are almost 30 of these, which feels similar. They're as many as I could find as I gathered them together from around the building. So I'm assuming the rest have all been taken and used. But uh, if you're missing yours, please do pick one of these up afterwards. Because what I thought I'd do this evening is really just to sort of say, well, how far have we got with this? This is something that we spoke about right at the beginning of the year. Uh, and I wonder whether it's had any impact on us during this year as we've been moving into our uh, big theme in church life of sharpening our vision, of thinking of welcome, love, action, and grow. Lying underneath that has there been a spiritual walk with God and a strength uh, that has come from him which is expressed in these words. Because <coughs> the reality is from the front. I've not given much attention to this since I first spoke about it at the beginning of January, but I actually came back to this passage this week, initially while preparing for an induction service yesterday. I had the privilege of speaking at the induction of a friend of mine uh, who started a new pastorate yesterday, 
And uh, as I was preparing for that, it just seemed as if this year's text card would be a very good message for that induction. And so as I prepared for that, I thought, well, uh, why don't I stay with these words tonight and remind you of them? And let's just see whether this uh, message that we had at the beginning of the year is uh, beginning to take root in our minds. Because these are words that speak particularly into church life. But as well as speaking to church life, they seem to be especially appropriate for uh, the present time in our nation. We can't fail to recognize that this has been an extraordinary week in politics. And we're commanded to pray for those in authority over us. And I think there's uh, relevance in this passage uh, to uh, the life of our nations as much as to the life of the church. And I'll touch on that a little bit later on. Now, because I've already spoken about this earlier in the year, and because you are a very, very intelligent congregation this evening, uh, I really am kind of assuming that the background of this story will be familiar to you. Moses was dead, and the responsibility for leadership now rested on Joshua. And the Israelite nation, of course, were moving into the land of Canaan at this time, which was a tough challenge. Joshua knew all about that because he and Caleb were among the 12 spies who'd been sent out ahead to view the land. Ten of them thought it was going to be too difficult and didn't, go, didn't want to go there. But Joshua and Caleb believed in God and knew that they could take the land. And now the Lord himself was speaking into Joshua's life. Words of encouragement and words of challenge as he took up this uh, great task of leadership at this time. At the same time, God was speaking into all the people of Israel as they took up this new adventure together. And as I've reviewed this story this week, bearing in mind that I've already spoken about these words once this year, I was pushed back to them and say, well, what especially from here do we feel is important, so important that it's worth saying again? And it seemed to me to be three key words in this uh, text and in this story that are especially important for us to hold on to. And the first word is strength. Be strong. Be strong and courageous. In fact, that word be strong is in verse 6, verse 7, and verse 9. Three times in this uh, conversation in which the Lord was speaking to Joshua Three times, be strong. Now, as you know, these words are not about physical strength. This text refers to the strength of the soul. It links to verses like Psalm 28 and verse 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. Or Isaiah 41 verse 10. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And just as in life... There are those people, aren't there, who really inspire us, who kind of are a, a life-giving, strength-giving presence within the room. There is a genuine truth that the Lord himself will strengthen and energize you when you hear and apply what this word is saying. Be strong means living in the strength that comes through the Holy Spirit. A strength to trust in God's faithfulness. A strength to love those around us. A strength to look forward 
with expectancy and hope, no matter what is going on around you now. In the context of our own particular church life at the moment, a strength to welcome, love, challenge and grow as God desires us to do. Strength. Be strong. Now we often talk about strong leadership. I wonder what does that mean in a Christian context? I think it's sometimes easier to work out what it doesn't mean than what it does mean. It does not mean always getting your way. It does not mean always winning the arguments. It certainly does not mean manipulating other people. It does not mean dominating the room with a loud personality. It does not mean using inappropriate behavior in order to retain control. It does not mean ignoring what other people are saying. When we talk about being strong, we're not talking about any of those things. Strong leadership means a close walk with God himself and living in the strength which Christ himself supplies. Strong leadership has a servant heart because its strength emerges from the servant king himself. Strong leadership has a humble attitude because its strength emerges from the one who humbled himself and took a towel and rode on a donkey and offered his life on the cross. Now Joshua was commanded to be strong and the church needs strong leadership today but it needs the right kind of strength. Strength that is Jesus shaped and Christ focused. And the nation needs strong leadership too. But we would say from a Christian perspective that this too needs to be the right kind of strength. And to have the same kind of characteristics. And there, I think, is where we see a huge challenge at the present time in our country and in the countries of the Western world generally. Very much it's something about how leadership is conducted as well as what might be said. And we're not seeing modelled in the high-profile leaders of our day, the characteristics of leadership that correspond to Christian values and behavior. And that, I think, needs to be very much a focus of our prayers. In our nation, whatever the outcome of Brexit, with our neighboring nations, with the United States, with all of those nations on the eastern side of the world as well, where there is power, but where the strength of leadership is often displayed in an unhelpful manner. Today God is calling us to be strong, but strong in the heart of Christ. Strong in a way that is walking closely with God. Strong, but with a servant heart. Strong, but with a humble attitude. And it's not just about leadership, it's about people together. Because just as God was calling Joshua to be strong in this moment, 
There's a sense in which this call had to be embraced by the whole Israelite nation as they moved into the land of Canaan. They had to embrace this word together. And we together need to be strong. With that strength which is not from human personality, not from intellectual ability, not from physical stature, but from the Lord himself who's calling us to come to a place of humility before God. And we don't attempt to serve him in our own strength. But we allow his spirit to strengthen us in our inner being. So this word, be strong, and the whole idea of strength is an important one. Especially today, both in the church and in the world around us. But that strength has to be Christ-focused. Be strong. Be strong and be courageous. Courage. That's another big word that comes in this text, doesn't it? And comes in the passage that sits around it. Again, it comes three times because it's linked with strength each time. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Be strong and courageous. And the Bible is full of people who show great courage. What Moses said to Joshua... What the Lord said to Joshua in these words, David said to Solomon in the time of building the temple in Jerusalem, be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord my God is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the temple of the Lord is finished. A different time in Israel's history, but very much the same message. And the word courage is an active word. It means to put aside the negative attitudes and face the challenges of life with a confident, faith-filled determination. And I think sitting alongside that is the willingness to take risks and to step forward with boldness. Again, in this key text of Joshua 1 and verse 9, the command is to be strong and courageous. But following that, do not be afraid or discouraged. As if that's the sort of negative that sits behind it. Fear and discouragement, two very powerful emotions that can easily get in the way of being strong and courageous. And time and time again in the Bible, we're told not to be afraid. But fear is real and at times it's very powerful. And again, I think returning to the political scene, there is a deep fear of the unknown and a widespread concern about the consequences of taking actions in one direction or another. And we're without question living in extraordinary times, and it would, easily, it would be easy to be paralyzed by fear. And the scriptures are encouraging us not to be afraid, but to take courage. Discouragement is another powerful force. Something happens that is not what you expected. People let you down. Work life, home life, church life. Everything's more difficult than you thought it would be. It's easy to be discouraged. But here is a word that's telling us to take courage. To be strong and courageous. And that requires positive action. As Christians, we have every reason to be courageous. We have the best news the world has ever known. That God's love reaches out to everyone he's made. That the gospel 
enables a complete forgiveness of sin, restoration with God, and a new life to enjoy. We were thinking this morning particularly about repentance as that very first and essential step in coming to a genuine, vibrant faith and discovery of the greatness and power of the Spirit. The church is the most exciting community on earth, transcending age, culture, background, ability, creating a body of, Jesus, a body of people who are Jesus-shaped. There is always hope. We of all people are called to have courage. Not to be afraid, not to be discouraged, but to be strong and courageous. I wonder, is there anything that you're afraid about at this particular moment in your life? Is there anything that is discouraging you just at this point in time? Let's just pause here for a moment. Anything you're fearful about? Anything that is discouraging you? Do not be afraid, says the Lord. Do not be discouraged. Be strong and be courageous. And what is exciting you about this particular chapter of church life now? Especially as we embed into all the things that we do, these amazing words, welcome, love, challenge and grow. What are the big opportunities that God is calling you to grasp with both hands so that we can really be strong and be courageous together? There is a lot that we can be excited about. These are key words within this text. And I really just wanted to underline both of them tonight. Strength and courage that come from the Lord. There's a third word that's not there in as many letters. The word itself is not there. But it's underneath this passage very clearly. And that's the word faith. Faith is here too. There were two things that would mark out the nation Israel as being very different from the other communities surrounding them. The first was the book of the law and the second was the presence of God himself. They were told that the book of the law should not depart from them. They shouldn't go to it, depart from it to the left or the light. They should meditate on it day and night and so on. And then the Lord also said, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. The Word and the Spirit together were the touchstone of faith for the people of Israel. And it's the same today. We're a faith community, we're not a social club. We're not an organized charity, even though social and charitable activities are very much part of church life. But we're primarily the people of God. And what matters above all else is that we believe in Jesus Christ. We are guided by his word and filled with his spirit. Do you remember the words in the New Testament reflecting on the life of Moses in Hebrews 11 verse 27 about Moses, that by faith he left Egypt not fearing the king's anger. 
he persevered because he saw him who was invisible. Or as the message paraphrases it, he had his eye on the one no eye can see and kept right on going. That's faith. That's faith moving forward with strength and with courage. It's easier said than done. Keeping focused on Jesus when every so many other issues demand our attention. Grappling with the challenges of understanding and interpreting the words of Scripture written so many years ago in such a different context and yet continually speaking into our lives today. Allowing that Holy Spirit to truly guide and energize in all that we do. This journey of living by faith is never a straightforward one. Always a challenging one, but such an exciting one. But especially tonight, God is calling you to be strong and to be courageous in your journey of faith. So that's what we thought about at the beginning of January. It's what we've got on these text cards, which you can pick up again tonight. But I wonder, has it really penetrated deep into you? Are you really living as people who are strong in the strength that God supplies, in the power of his Holy Spirit? Are you really standing up with courage in what is a deeply challenging society in which we live? And is that journey of faith coming alive to you? I pray that these familiar words will come to us with fresh force as we review them tonight. And as we carry on through the rest of this year, may this text, which was uh, significant to us at the beginning of the year, remain in our hearts and minds. And may God himself enable us to live to it in the months ahead.